Thank you for listening to the latest What the Fintech podcast, brought to you by the Payments and Cards Network. A common theme over the past two years is talent, how to hire, where to hire from, and most importantly, how to retain your top talent. The Payments and Cards Network specialise in staffing, executive search, and business transformation from a people perspective, and have done so over the past 10 years. To book in a free consultation to see how PCN can help your business flourish and attract the best talent in the industry, email helpusgrow at teampcn.com. That's helpusgrow at teampcn.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Okay, today on the show, we have Esther Smith. Esther is a senior economic officer for the Dutch Foreign Consulate in Atlanta. She has a specialization in financial technology and helping the Netherlands government grow its fintech footprint in the US. Esther, thank you very much for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. Good morning uh, from Atlanta. Afternoon for you, I think. Um, Indeed, I'm uh, based at the Netherlands Consulate here in Atlanta. We just opened last year, so First year is behind us and went really well. We're excited to be here in the Southeast. Um, We cover uh, several states, so the Carolinas, Georgia, of course, Tennessee, and Alabama. And our main focus is to help uh, Dutch companies, Dutch entrepreneurs do business in the Southeast. So promote trade, help them set up businesses here, et cetera. And within that, we do have a few sectors that we're actively focusing on, and fintech, of course, is one of those. Fantastic. Good good intro. Um, some of the more proactive governments are having their economic development teams focus on fintech. I know the UK government has a very forward-looking team for this. Um, is the Dutch government just now getting involved in fintech? What do you know about how interested the, uh, the Dutch or Netherlands government is in promoting and expanding its fintech companies? Yeah, good question. Um, I think, uh, or no, I know the Dutch government is very focused on it. Um, it. The Netherlands in itself has a long-standing history in the financial sector and also fintech uh, over the last few years. The Dutch banks were one of the front runners in introducing electronic payments and uh, methods like that. And that's something that, you know, we're eager to share abroad and to export abroad as well. Um, Atlanta, in a sense, since we are new, it's, it's been a little bit off the radar, but it really is an area where now the Dutch government realizes we need to focus on more, especially in the area of fintech. The Netherlands Prime Minister, Prime Minister Rutte, visited uh, Atlanta on a uh, trade mission in 2015. So that's a few years ago, but already then fintech was one of the focus sectors. So that kind of kicked it off, and um, it's really been growing. Obviously, there's a few uh, companies from the Netherlands that are very famous abroad. Agen is one of those, Booking.com. Those are really uh, leaders in the fintech space, but many, many more. And um, I think that given the potential there, the Dutch government really is trying to uh, amp that up abroad. Hey, this is Jonathan from Block Data. FYI, 40% of big companies will invest at least $5 million into blockchain initiatives this year. Block Data helps these companies understand what's going on through market intelligence on the blockchain ecosystem. 
If you'd like to find out more, just Google block data. Let's uh, let's do a quick shout out for Atlanta. If there are any Dutch companies yeah. listening, what is special about Atlanta? Why not any other major city in, in the east or southeast of the US? Why uh, why did you decide to set up your uh, your uh, development effort in Atlanta? Yeah, um, so Atlanta for within the US has really been a, been the economic heart of the South or Southeast. So uh, I think from a US perspective, it was known as really an important economic hub for various sectors. And uh, over the over time, the Netherlands has realized that as well. A lot of companies are moving here or growing here, including Dutch companies or other foreign companies. So um, there was really a need to set up this office here and service those companies and actually promote promote it more. Um, of course, it's up to Dutch uh, business leaders and companies themselves where they set up, but we really see this as a fruitful ground. It's um, a welcoming place. It's easy to get to. Really good logistics, a hub, you know, the business um, um, so it's easy to get to from the Netherlands as well. Um, highly skilled workforce. The cost of doing business is significantly lower than other major cities. And just the friendly environment. Um, it sounds a bit cliche and maybe simple, but it really does help, especially when you're new and trying to get up and running. So the difference between other cities where it might be a little bit more cutthroat and fast paced and, you know, there's not a lot of uh, people and especially authorities there to help. Um, I think that really makes a difference and really makes the case for Atlanta. And it's, it's um, something that Dutch investors really notice when they come here. Yep. Big time. I think you've summarized really well there. We went through the same decisioning when we decided to open up our first foreign office in Atlanta. Yeah. Is yeah. The, uh, the place, there are some major examples, though. I'm thinking companies like Park Mobile and, and Backbase and, and Lease Plan. These are all majorly yep. Dutch companies that have grown rapidly in uh, in Atlanta. Do you care to tell us a little bit about one of those companies? Yeah, um, those are good examples. They're, um, they're also focused on fintech or in somewhat in some way related to the fintech sector. Backbase is really a, a very cool and innovative Dutch fintech company that chose Atlanta as its U.S. headquarters. They have more people throughout the U.S., but um, they've uh, really grown here in Atlanta and saw this as a great place to grow their fintech business. They um, have a platform that really enhances uh, user experience for banks. So they have a large portfolio already of U.S. banks as customers. So that's uh, really great to see them flourish here and, you know, still grow as we speak. Lease Plan has been here for quite a while and traditionally was a, um, you know, an, you, you more think of it in the automotive space. So they uh, have offer fleet services. But in that space, there's also a large component of financial technology. So um, we actually met with them a few weeks ago and they mentioned this as, you know, a, a growing area for an area of importance. Uh, within their focus that they're, you know, realizing that Atlanta is a good place to grow that segment of their business as well as they grow in the U.S. and internationally. So those are some really, um, you know, examples that we're proud of here in Atlanta and also I think are good 
um, testimonials for companies that are assessing where to set up in the U.S. 100%. Some very, very good examples indeed. Um, and hopefully there'll be many more of them. Why are the Dutch quite so good at producing these fintech companies? There's, what, 400 plus fintech companies in the Netherlands now? It's obviously quite a small country, geographically speaking. Yeah. It really punches above its yeah. weight. What is it about the Dutch that they're able to get ahead of the curve with uh, in this in this sector? Yeah, um, so the Netherlands is very small. It's 17 million people. It's a third of the size of Georgia. So when we're here, that really uh, kind of visualizes it. Um, but you know, throughout history, it's it's really been a, a trading nation and a, a nation that's very focused on uh, economic prosperity. Um, it's uh, has a long history in the financial sector, the first uh, central bank, first um, securities market, stock exchange in the world. So there's that history coupled with the fact that it's um, uh, it really has a vibrant startup scene, a successful tech ecosystem, uh, the entrepreneurial spirit and high adoption of, of new tech makes it really a, a good um ground for companies to start up and grow and try out new things. Um, on top of that, it, it kind of shares uh, similar characteristics with Atlanta, that it's very well connected digitally, but also uh, via the airports and train system, highly educated workforce, and uh, just a very conducive business environment. But for fintech specifically, I think it's the history in the presence of you know the the older financial institutions with the young uh, and new entrepreneurial tech savvy um, uh, uh, people and, and ecosystem. Yeah, fully agree. I think the Dutch, the Dutch, they, they have it all in terms of tech and digital right now. I'm from the UK, but as you know, I live in Amsterdam. If I'm booking a holiday online, it's it's via Booking.com. If I'm buying something online, it's typically going to run through Adyen. If I'm making a trade, I'm going to use Buckaroo. If I'm parking my car, I'm going to park mobile. So uh, you can't avoid all these uh, all these great new payments startups that have become pretty pretty dominant and really disrupted the original uh, yeah. sector and so many other sectors as well. Um, yeah, for sure. So it's not just, um, uh, I guess, uh, it's good history of banking and trading. Digital mm -hmm. activity. I think the Dutch are world leading on that as well. I was just reading about the Amsterdam Internet Exchange. Um, Correct. Yeah. Tell us a bit about the uh, the Amsterdam Internet Exchange and how it empowers uh, Dutch fintechs. Yeah, um, that's very key to the fintech industry, but also many other uh, sectors. For and just to, to name a few, uh, the media sector. Uh, a lot of data centers in Europe are based in the Netherlands. Um, they're, again, the largest data transport hub in the world is the Amsterdam Internet Exchange. So it's, uh, it's you know, it has superior connectivity within Europe and one of the best connections with the U.S. So uh, really for international companies, again, that are looking for that quick and secure and um, reliable uh, digital infrastructure with their businesses in Europe, the Netherlands, and especially the Amsterdam area is is one of the places they're looking at and 
over time has proven to be, uh, you know, a really good foothold for them to service their European. It's incredible to think that that is the the biggest or the the busiest uh, internet exchange, yeah, inter transport hub on on Earth. Whereabouts is that located in the city? Uh, it's, uh, I believe, near the airport, actually. Yeah, it must have like a huge underground facility with coolers and the whole shebang. That's yeah. Be- yeah, it's it, it's it's something to visualize for sure. Yeah, money twenty twenty is a major deal in Amsterdam coming up again soon. Um, always yeah. a success. Are you? Uh, do you attend the money twenty twenties here and in the US? Uh, well, you know, like I said, we're we're new in this role here in Atlanta, but I did uh, visit or attend Money 2020 in Las Vegas. That was sort of our first foray into that, mm-hmm. um, which was great. And there was a large uh, contingency of Dutch um, fintech people, companies or just thought leaders. Um, ING had a keynote speech, speech, for example. So was good representation from the Netherlands. Money 2020 in Amsterdam, that just kind of proves that uh, that really is uh, one of the key places for fintech within Europe. It's a very well-attended event. I have not been there yet, but I know my colleagues uh, from the ministry in the Netherlands, but also Amsterdam and business are there every year, and it's uh, very well-attended. And also for foreign companies, you know, looking at Europe or the Netherlands in particular, um, those people are all there to help and to connect with uh, the Dutch fintech um, ecosystem. Yep, I love it. I'm, I'm there every year. I try to do the Dutch one. Yeah. And the US one, the big one growing out in Asia as well. Yeah, great. The Dutch is the funnest one by far. It's the friendliest, if you ask any. Oh, good. Yeah. They enjoy it more than the US one, dare I say. <laughs> so uh, please, please come along this year if. Uh, um, I was interested to find out that even members of the Dutch royal family are interested in this sector. Financial inclusion being a big part yeah. of what fintech is enabling. Could you uh, tell us what, uh, what I think it's the queen herself is, uh, is involved at this level. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, um, so that is really interesting and something I think we can all be proud of as uh, Dutch citizens or people active in the the Dutch financial industry. Uh, the Netherlands obviously is a very prosperous nation and, um, you know, business minded, but uh, there's also certain values that we really try to um, work towards and uh, collaborate abroad. So the um, queen of the Netherlands, Queen Maxima, she is a special advocate for financial inclusion or inclusive finance, I should say, with the United Nations. And in that role, she um, really, like the word says, she really focuses on including uh, everyone in, um, you know, the the prosperity and um, uh, financial um, advances that are being made in the world. So um, she she travels a lot abroad and speaks on this topic and really focuses on also minorities or people that have been dis- disadvantaged and how to bring them along in this really this revolution of uh, technology and finance. And um, I think it's really interesting and it's something that she's good at speaking about. And, you know, I think ties in well to uh, the Dutch history and the sectors that we're good at and focused on in kind of a more holistic way. I love it. And 
different from the British royals, who are a bit more uh, a bit more distant. They tend to do charity or philanthropy. That the Dutch royals are famous for uh-huh. having more of a kind of a boardroom executive type approach. I think uh, I think Queen Maxim. Uh, I watched a documentary on her recently. She acts more like a very busy executive trying to get stuff done. Um, I love that difference in, uh, in in what the roles are doing. And it's wonderful that she's chosen financial inclusion as something to really uh, get involved in. And, uh, well, we wish her the best of luck. Um, yeah. The PCN podcast is brought to you by PayVision. When it comes to payments, PayVision don't mess around. They live and breathe payment processing, from design and integration to delivery and checkout, and everything in between. The dedication to their products shows that's why they're so happy to support merchants with exactly the kind of payment solutions they're looking for. Esther, let's uh, let's round yes. it on a, on a big on a big high. So we've got yes two-way street here we've got dutch companies thinking about opening in the us and you know where to take the plunge which city to set up in what support structures there may be and on the other side we've got us fintech companies looking at europe and we would prefer them right. to choose the netherlands so let's start with, right. uh, with the first one first um, what can dutch companies to do to assess setting up in the us how could they possibly work with an organization like your own to make it easier? Yeah. Um, yeah, really good question. I think for any company and Dutch company now specifically, you know, look um, look carefully at the market you're interested in. Obviously, we're here in Atlanta and very eager to assist in this region, but maybe another place makes more sense. So by all means, check it out, visit the various cities do your homework and just uh, compare and contrast what makes sense for you. But like I said earlier, um, Atlanta, the Southeast, but Atlanta in particular for FinTech is really a welcoming place. It's easy to to grow your business. Um, The ecosystem is here from the U S the city and the state government perspective, but also us. So we're here to help Dutch companies see us as kind of a one-stop shop for all your questions about the U.S. and the Southeast in particular, um, just general information on how to do business in the U.S., how to set up uh, legal matters, hiring, and then, of course, introduction. So a lot of what we can do is introduce you to the right people here locally, regionally, and get you connected um, in the right way to get up and running quickly and efficiently. So I think, um, you know, all Dutch companies out there that are even just considering the U.S., maybe not even specifically Atlanta yet, feel free to reach out. And we're really happy to, you know, give you the information you need and um, point you in the right direction. And uh, Payments and Cards Network will uh, continue to put our Dutch partners your way as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. So the other, the other way around, um, Right, Americans to invest in, in Holland, in, in the Netherlands. Uh, it's very competitive. Yeah. We've got Brexit now. Maybe it's going to be cheaper to set up in the UK. I don't know. What is the competitive mm-hmm. for these US firms to set up in, uh, in the Netherlands? Yeah, um, kind of in a, in a sense similar uh, to, the, to the Atlanta story, but the Netherlands really is a hub within Europe. It's a small country, but it's a very internationally oriented so um, there's an ecosystem there that of international companies in the fintech sector, but also beyond 
great connectivity through the airport, as I mentioned, trains, um, but also the digital infrastructure, which is really key in this day and age, and the highly skilled workforce that is uh, very English savvy. So um, even though Dutch is the uh, official language, everyone or most everyone speaks English like it's uh, almost like it's their mother tongue. So that's that's very um Helpful, and aside from that, just uh, you know, a, a friendly business climate in um, uh, in terms of uh, of, of legal matters. Um, it has a, ta- a conducive tax environment. Uh, the labor laws, I know, is always something that U.S. companies work uh, worry about, but that's also um, somewhat more flexible in the Netherlands, especially in the first two years of um, employment. So those are all things that make it fairly easy for for us companies to get up and running and you know don't forget we're in between the three largest markets in europe so germany france and the uk so it's very strategic uh, a strategic place to service those markets and kind of be in a neutral area within that so um yeah it's really a, a very business uh friendly and uh sensible hub to service the european market Perfect. Esther, where can our uh, American and Dutch and whoever else friends get in touch with yourself to, uh, to find out more? Yeah. Um, so I am here in Atlanta. My, uh, I can be reached. Our info is on the website, um, NL in the USA and Netherlands and you. We're also in Twitter and LinkedIn. Um, in the Netherlands, uh, we fall under the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. So there's information on that website, but also RVO. That's also a place to keep up to date on, say, economic missions that might be coming up. And on the other hand, within our office, we have the NFIA, so that's the Netherlands Foreign Investment Agency, and those colleagues of mine are specifically focused on helping foreign companies set up in the Netherlands. So um, various ways to get in touch with us and all very eager to help either Dutch companies looking at the U.S. or U.S. companies looking at the Netherlands. Brilliant. We'll, uh, we'll add some links to uh, to those partners you've recommended there. Esther, thank you uh, very yeah. much for being on the show. Yeah, thank you. Okay, you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, you too. Thanks, Esther. Bye for now. Bye, thank you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider subscribing in order to receive every episode as it's published. The fintech space is ever-changing and we care about keeping you up to date with the latest happenings in this exciting space. If you wish to appear on the next episode of What the Fintech, please email podcast at teampcn.com. That's podcast at teampcn.com.